Good morning. This is Minnesota River Valley Master Gardener, Barb Lampson. And with me this morning are my fellow Master Gardeners. Karen Wright. And Harvey Hess. Hey, we're talking about edging around the formal garden in your yard. Harvey, uh, out in the country, I know you have uh, a big lawn. Do you edge everything with a, a permanent type of edging? Uh, not everything, but I do use a lot of uh, cement uh, pavers. Uh, I like the ones that I think they're about 8 inches wide and 16 inches long and about an inch thick or something like that. So do you put that flat in the ground then so that you can get your mower up close? Yes, but I, I also put a piece of plastic underneath it Okay. so that weeds don't grow between the cracks of the... That's a good idea. But I, I, I use it for rounding things too. I, I sometimes sure. I cut off a chunk of the sure and, and, and work with it. Yes, yeah, you I've can got it around oh, three, four flowers beds. You find that that works well for you, so you have less work in in maintaining that nice shape. Then yeah, because uh, then it it's it's a little it gives you a little cushion around the outside and sure. Then then one one garden I've got some timbers on the inside of that. And they hold the bottom in, and they're, they're tipping a little bit, but they look fine. I mean, it looks old and stuff and, sure. and rustic. Sure. And <clears throat> I think that's one of the most important things is to use something in the uh, landscape that fits with the rest of the yard and the buildings and that. So if there's a theme, to keep carrying on that theme. Yeah. Good idea. Karen, um, You've got a couple, uh, you landscape here in town, and you also landscape at the lake. Have, what are you using to, uh, to continue that line and that nice crispness to your borders? Well, that's right, because one of the things you do, why you use the border is to keep it looking neat and maintainable and, you know, sort of separating zones. Out at the lake house, when I first got there, they had those uh, railroad timbers and railroad ties, I think they call them. And those are very, very bad because they have the creosote in them. So we had all those ripped out. And for the the main yard part, I had that the heavy, heavy duty landscape uh, plastic edging that can curve around. So that's what I use there. And then in the backyard, I use the paper bricks like like Harvey did. And I, I kind of dug them in a little bit, but they actually stick up a little above the soil. So it holds the mulch in. Mm-hmm. And so that's really worked well for me. You know, one of the things that I did when I first started with my perennial bed was uh, I saw um, an ad in the paper for someone that was selling used bricks. And I bought these used bricks, and they weren't terribly expensive. And what a mistake. It was a soft brick. And it just took (laughs) about two winters, and they were cracking and chipping and decomposing. So I took all of those out, and I started again, and I went to uh, a box store, and I bought a regular paving kind of a they're, brick. They're like made of concrete like Harvey's. Yeah, said. they're cement. Yeah. But I've got the small ones, which are brick size, and I wanted to be sure and have something that would hold the soil because I, at the same time as I was planting, I was raising up the bed a little bit, and I needed to keep that soil in place. So the brick, I put uh, horizontally. I stood it on the end horizontally this way, and then I put one in front of it that I recessed into the ground so that I could run the wheel of the lawnmower up on that. So a little double brick action there. (laughs) Yeah, that was double brick. And when I first started the garden, it wasn't that big. I don't know how many feet I had. Maybe I had 15, 20 feet. But now, so 
I was figuring it out the other day. I've got a lot of money invested here, but <laughs> I haven't had to replace those bricks. I do have to realign them and reset them about every three years, but it's been really great. In our daughter's garden in Georgia, we put this rounded plastic, which is nice to work with, but it doesn't stay in place. And if you get the lawnmower too close... It chops it. it yeah, chops I've had it. that problem too. So, so that's a problem. If you think you want to unify your yard, your garden, so it looks like one continuous garden, edging is the way to go, something that pulls it all together. If you're not sure how you want to use it, lay out a, a, a garden hose. A garden hose. And, and see you, the shape, yeah. And you can buy landscape paint now, so you can spray mm-hmm. paint that line and work with that. Get yourself some good tools, remove that sod, and uh, it should last you quite a while. Actually, under my pavers that I put in, I actually put a, I don't believe in using the weed barrier stuff because it blocks the water from getting in to the Mm -hmm. plants. So I just put the weed barrier under my bricks so the grass wouldn't grow from under that. So that's what I did, just a nice thin uh, width of of the, the, the cloth, and that's what I did with that. And as long as you have bricks and you're you're butting them up, it's surprising how the um, how the grass itself will go into those cracks between the bricks. Oh yes, <laughs> that's so, why I put the the cloth so it wouldn't sure. go between the cracks. Well, if you'd like more information about landscaping or anything to do with horticulture, why not contact your extension service? This is Barb Lampson along with Karen Wright, RVS, wishing you happy gardening.